0: All right, we are recording. Perfect. Welcome once again to Chill Filter, the podcast where we drink whiskey so you don't have to, but you probably should, and you probably are, and gosh darn it, that's why we like you. On this week's episode, again, as in every week, it's a very special episode. We're drinking a very special whiskey at a very special recording time, Uh, not so much a different place, but... It is still a special show. We'll get more into what we're drinking later. But first, I just want to say, hit us up on patreon.com slash chillfiltered if you feel like supporting the show in more ways than just downloading. Another w- way to support us is, you know, give us a review uh, on whatever venue you get your uh, I almost said iPod. <laughs> whatever right. venue you get your, your iPod. I cast on. <laughs> yeah. uh, here I'm at Walmart buying iPods. and Can I rate Chill Filtered? Uh, <laughs> as well as just hit us up on Instagram. Let us know mm-hmm. what you're drinking. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you're stinking. Oh, i a stinking. Cool. How are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. Oh, well, yeah. actually, I, I thought about this yesterday. I was like, what will I say when Robbie asks me, how am I doing? <laughs> and yeah, I'm good. Things are good. But I'm also, my exam is at the, the October 28th. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And it's already starting to get here. Like that, cool. that, that on edge stress is already upon punchy. us yeah I'm getting punchy with strangers in the middle of the road or the middle <laughs> of the street and uh, um, I oh man it's I have to like watch myself because I keep like finding myself really annoyed by things and like just mm-hmm. on edge and it's not everything for sure but there's there's moments where I'm like I am stressed out right now and and the funny thing is it's like That stress has to do with, like, I think I've mentioned this before when when I've had other exams. I don't have exam day stress. I just have stress of, like, am I studying enough to be Mm -hmm. ready for this exam? Uh, And so being what we're recording today on September 11th, um, you know, it's a month and a half out. And so I'm just I'm just like freaked out in some ways but i don't want to be like i want to just be like all right just put in the hours just do what you can if you don't pass it's not the end of the world um but i like the the worst part about this studying is that there's hope to pass i've had it in the past where um i don't think i'm gonna pass and that takes a lot of the stress away but this is like i'm actually doing well with my studying and i'm actually like Getting like doing great on practice problems and stuff like that, and just progressing, but there's still that fear because these exams typically have like around a forty percent pass rate, so they're uh, they're pretty hard. And yeah. uh, I really want to pass, partly because I just want to progress in my exams. I do get like a five to seven typically percent raise with every exam passed
0: and after every raise that five to seven percent is even larger because exactly because compound interest oh man Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: yeah you know Mm -hmm. you know what einstein said about compound interest i have no idea he said it is the eighth wonder of the world he said those who understand it make it and those who don't pay it which i thought Mm. was a funny way of Talking about it, but it is. It's like I mean, even my first not first exam. My second exam was all about compound interest and about how to benefit from it and how banks benefit from it and how insurers benefit from it. And um, it's it's true what he says. But anyway, compound interest uh, exam raises. I I more so care right now less about the exam raise, and you know that's that'd be nice. That's like a good thing that could happen when i pass but i'm more worried about the bad things that'll happen when i don't pass case in point studying for another six months and <laughs> not progressing further in my exam and then the so.
0: compound stress exactly
1: yeah uh, and i'll I'll fight more time. people next mm-hmm. exam setting so yeah but but altogether good beck is doing great and that's uh really encouraging for me we have our in-laws in town and we uh and then my my sister-in-law's in in town too and so we're a little busy at the seabald house but things are good yeah yeah beck is just pure smiles like i mentioned in the past few weeks she is just a full body smile when she sees you she'll like scrunch up and smile it up and it's amazing nice so yeah how are you doing
0: oh man mixed bag so first of all you're so your in-laws are in town Mm -hmm. and you're like um. Hey, in-laws, I'm going to go away for an hour so I can go drink whiskey on a Saturday morning yep, mm-hmm. with my friend. Yep, and they understand. And my, oh, man, so you're not, they don't think of you as degenerate. They M- might. Me, <laughs> on, on the other hand, my wife is out of town, so it's oh, just nice. me with the kids, and mm-hmm. I sent the kids to the playroom with iPads, which they like only get on road trips, so it's a big deal, so hopefully oh, we'll wow. stay quiet. And uh, I'm ignoring them so that I can drink whiskey with my friend before In the morning. Noon. Yeah, on a Saturday.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not even like 10 o'clock where you are.
0: No, no, yeah. not yet.
1: You've got five till. So yeah,
0: anyway, so uh, no, man, mixed bag. Like uh Chelsea's out of town this weekend and I'm having like, it's just different when you're the only one in charge and you can spoil, yeah. right? Like you don't have mm-hmm. to like check like shit. You know, you know, we we are, you know, no checks and balances like yeah. daddy can do whatever daddy wants to do. So it's been fun spoiling them a little bit. We had a big nice. sleepover in our bedroom last night. Oh, it was pretty funny. So. Amara and I have been watching Stranger Things together. Nice. And uh, so, like, I was like, okay, we're gonna, we'll lay down so they think we're going to bed. Once they fall asleep, then we'll go downstairs and keep watching. Then, mm-hmm. so that we were watching it on my phone. We had each had an AirPod in, and we're watching on my phone. And I totally passed out. Uh, <laughs> and then she <laughs> and I... saw the
1: scariest scene ever. <laughs> she's really good at, now.
0: Uh, she's really good about this. She's always been really good about like, like we watched Lord of the Rings when she was real little. Like, nice. Like probably like four or
1: five with the dementors have...
0: no i'm kidding <laughs> what well, the Yorukai, man those are kind of scary yeah so the reason i and the reason i found out like okay she can handle it so we were watching what is it uh lion witch in the wardrobe and mm-hmm. there was like a, like some of the evil things in that movie oh yeah like C.S. pretty C.S. Lewis, scary Lewis, and i'm like this is that's more scary than like scarier than uh, lord of the rings so she's she's good at that stuff anyway so i pass out and she i wake up she to her taking my glasses off me, so she can't <laughs> put them on the set <laughs> table. Oh, and like, she, nice totally, she totally tucked me in. It was so funny. Oh. Like, I'm so sorry, Amara. That like, oh, was pretty funny. So we, did, it was that's fun. cute. we got to sleep. Early. We're going to do like... A, Chelsea doesn't like smoke, and like the so, uh, smoke would get in the house. And we, so we're going to do a fire tonight. And nice. Just kind of chill. We're going to go to Grandma's and watch the Nebraska game,
1: have a bunch of treats nice. and stuff. So it'll be fun. Hey, you're uh, geared up. What time is the Nebraska game? 30.
0: So i have got a couple hours. But that's how we, uh, we start the day. We always start the day. Everyone their stuff on right away and we start with our game day cheers and we That's have good. our nebraska mug traditions Say go big red yeah so i, I, I yeah. gotta get ready in the morning uh but so anyway personal life is great work stuff sucks still yeah um my uh thursday we found out we had a couple of uh people in a classroom with COVID, Bruh. and basically all of my students got exposed mm. and so our district has a thing where it's like if you're vaccinated um and wearing a mask And you don't have symptoms you can stay at school until you start getting symptoms so i had a couple of kids that had met that criteria but the staff was exposed and stuff like that so and uh so we ended up having uh like i wouldn't have enough staff so they just quarantine my entire class for a week so uh we were supposed to record on thursdays i found out about that thursday and i was like dude cool i'm i can't record i got so, i'm gonna have so many emails from, like trying to communicate to parents mm-hmm. and then like yeah so it was a little it's been a little crazy so it's totally had to switch to, like from in class and like friday was gonna be the day i was gonna do like a full virtual class yeah in my classroom so i could help kids like hey this is how we do it this is where you click yeah and we got thrown into the deep end of the pool on that one so it's, oh,
1: wow. <laughs> it's a and it's like dude. the first few weeks of school. Cool too
0: yeah yeah so it's like you still have kids that are new that you're trying to figure out like you don't know their best learning style or little mm-hmm. things like that so yeah even if we had recorded i would have been on such a high. like friday went okay it went well but i would have had been so stressed out i don't know if i would have enjoyed myself plus like Dang. recording like right now kids are awake i don't have to be quiet yeah. i might be a little more exuberant exuberant um, my uh my entry buzz was just caffeine. I just had a cup of nice. coffee. I'm a, I'm awake
1: and I'm. Excited I was a little worried you were gonna mention a whiskey and be like, oh, interesting. You entry buzzed at 9:30 in the morning. I
0: I almost I almost did. I uh, I, got
1: some I thought about whis- it, but yeah, I, was I got like, some eh. good whiskey buys this week. Nice, and, yeah. Uh, tell got, me about I a, it.
0: Uh, I got a couple of bottles of Eagle Rare, and so I saw that was
1: one uh, No, no, no. Okay, both-
0: it looked big. Yeah. It's a perspective yeah i'm a, I'm a crazy SD. photographer and then i got a bottle of eht small batch Woo. um and what else
1: and then the blantons with the dump a dump date of i got a blantons with a dump date of my 15th anniversary nice e- my wife you might as well y- just y- hold H- on to that my that, wife
0: that's the problem so like that was like i have the dregs of one bottle of blantons and i was like okay sweet I'm, i can open this one now mm-hmm. but now i'm kind of like man maybe i hold on to that for another 15 years
1: that's like right? my yeah, I got the yeah. straight from the barrel that was dumped on my seventh anniversary. So I was like, ah, you know, that's a pretty big deal. I don't know if I want to open it soon. Yeah. So I think that's... but what better for a bottle than just to be opened? I don't know. There's something yeah. to a dump date that's legit, but there's also like, no, that's good liquid in there. Yeah, so
0: and then I got uh Patreon wise, I got what is Oh it? yeah. Uh Glenfiddich fire cane or something like that.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, with your yeah. Patreon stipend, yes, sir.
0: So um, it's also, it's a
1: good one. It's a good whiskey day.
0: Yeah. My wife might not agree, but I do. I'm
1: happy about it. What does she know?
0: <laughs> she's on a she's on a girls' trip. She doesn't. Yeah,
1: even know. she doesn't even know. Um, a, a big shout out to Ben Klepsig this week. She oh, sent yeah. over three samples, and uh Robbie hasn't received uh via courier his uh box yet but there is a little extra something something in the box uh, ooh, and I won't give ooh, it away. Uh, but uh, it was very nice. What's, of in, ben, the so, what's, what's in, the in the box? What's in the box? It's my wife's head. What? Yeah. In- oh. oh, that gave it away. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert for some random thriller movie. Um, but what was I thinking? Uh, ben is awesome. Check him out if if you're on Instagram. Madtown Marketer, all one, no no spaces or I guess no underscores or anything like that. Madtown Marketer, Ben Klepsig, the man. We salute you. Yeah, we salute sure. you. Um, do we have anything more we want to talk about before we get into the break and into the history? I do have a question for you. Bring it on. When we so
0: when this airs, it's past yeah. the YouTube Live. Yep. Mm-hmm. Will you have a different background,
1: or are you going to do it from the bedroom? That's a great question. Maybe I'll like put up a wall or something with the the bunny in the background. I'm going to get a lot of comments on that. I just
0: no, I'd rather I picture you just like Ignoring the whole family, waking up back, like uh-huh. putting in some two by fours, just pounding away, putting up drywall. Like, yeah, we got to put up a wall for this YouTube live.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about me. Yeah. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think we're good, man yeah no that's good so yeah. yeah i think i will probably keep it in this room because we have family in town but yeah. i hope they comment on the bunny in the background perfect uh and i'm excited and we're, we're you know planning on doing one in october at some point as well so uh, we'll get to that in october but uh we're excited to have done it uh we haven't done it while we're recording but we well, have done pre- it when we're released
0: so well let's pretend like we've you know, it's released the people are like oh, what a fun man, time, I time we had. thank you so much for showing up guys oh, oh, man. Oh, it was great oh, i loved man. all the I comments even myself
1: yeah seriously mm, no and kidding. it was quite the bush's beans moment that we oh, had man
0: yeah. oh gosh yeah there is gonna be bush's Big beans moment cool <laughs> i hope so <laughs> i know there is it's gotta happen all right hey seriously can, can we have a history moment here
1: Let's have a history moment. But before we go to history, let's do a quick break. All right. We are back from our walk break. Oh, uh, some, one more note I wanted to get to. Uh, shout out to Sean Ciaro uh, for providing this sample we're drinking today. It's a, not a cheap pour, and we are super grateful. So uh, what we're drinking today is Glenn Moringi, uh Signet as you might have seen on the title of the episode uh, that you were listening to. Uh, this is not our first Glenn Maringi, uh product on the podcast. Uh, we've actually done one so far, and I thought we did two. I thought we did Quinta Ruban, and I even wrote history for Quinta Ruban, uh, but, but I looked through our, our episodes, and we never did an episode on it, which is really weird. Do we uh, have it? Yeah, yeah. I looked all over you have yours. What do you mean, kinturaban Raban? No, it was uh, it was Adams. I, oh, okay. I he gave me some money to just buy him whiskey, and I'm like, here's a good one. I gave him a few, but that was one of the great great gotcha. options that we okay. got. Um, but anyway, let's talk about Glen uh Distillery, Highland Distillery, north of Inverness, uh, Scotland. Uh, and and unlike some other Highlands, Glen is not in the sub-region of the highlands called Speyside. So you can have uh, highlands without being a Speyside, but I think for the most part you you can't have Speysides without technically being in the Highlands region. Okay. And it's north this what we're drinking the the Glenmorangie is north of the Speyside region. I used to pronounce this as Glen uh but I looked up the pronunciation and it is Glen Morangy. Uh, so glen morangy and i'm gonna work i, I it. thought it was glen morangy now i feel like a glen moron <laughs> <laughs> gee man you're such a glen you know uh so it is believed to be named after one of two gaelic terms uh it is either the veil of tranquility or Vale of big meadows and but it's not veil like as in like veil of t- Trenchy like, veil of swampy goodness that actually was the third gaelic term it could have mm-hmm. but people probably said it's probably not that <laughs> uh but it's the v-a-l-e which i didn't know i didn't understand that that spelling uh which apparently could either mean valley or world as a uh, in in a thing it would be like the valley of tranquility or the world of tranquility so anyway i i might be You know, I just looked up the word veil and I was like, "Ah, what does that mean? Anyway, apparently there's recorded alcohol production in that area around uh, 1703. And there was a brewery in that town. And it was the Moringy like brewery. And apparently there's uh, in in 1843, a guy named William Matheson, a, a distiller from another town comes to the area and started distilling what was once the brewery. Um, and they have been a distillery since then, since 1843. Uh, but they have had a few periods, what I would call deprioritization. We're sure they're still active, but they're just not not super active. It, it, it was <laughs> deactive. Yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know there's a I, I can't think of a better word for that hypoactive w- brush right? to the side for yeah hypoactive
0: hypoactive
1: yeah like um yeah instead hypo- of hyperactive I'm attention deficit disorder yeah mm-hmm. i should have hypoactive attention deficit disorder but anyway i digress uh at one time the of the deprioritization as i call it was during the u.s prohibition and there was quite a bit of scotch exports to the U.S. And when, when we made it illegal to drink and consume and sell alcohol uh, in the U.S., it really took a hit. Uh, and the second time was during the Great Depression. Uh, so this big, big thing from like basically – and then the third was World War II. So it was like basically from like 1920 to like 1945, it was a really slow process for that distillery. Uh, and so uh, Moe Hennessy, Louis Vuitton bought them out in 2004 and they did actually re- rebrand a lot of their uh, products. They had uh, some good specialty wood finished options, but they were renamed such as Quinta Ruban or uh, La Santa or Nectar Door. Uh, I was looking at the Wikipedia page and it was like, it is the best selling single malt in Scotland. And, which is a little deceptively written, uh, and that's what I find interesting about statistics. Is like there's always a way you can spin caveat. some statistics. So I looked up what is the best-selling single malt Scotch, and that's actually Glenfiddich. Second uh, of which is Glenlivet, uh, but that's not how they technically phrased this this thing. It is for scottish drinkers and like for non-exports uh oh, it is technically the highest selling single malt for scottish drinkers uh is the glen Morangy brand and uh so good on glen Moran- or glen moranji uh, i think <laughs> Morangy. yeah <laughs> bunch of morons um I figure that's an important market to corner. If you're, if you can corner the Scotch Open. or Scottish drinker market, that must be a good product. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of like
0: calling college football. You don't want to lose the hometown recruit. You don't want to go another school.
1: Yeah, or yeah. you know, it's like if we had bourbon and and we're saying what is the top bourbon for Kentucky drinkers or something like that. Like it's like if you're from Kentucky and you're big into bourbon, that that means something more than saying like. Jack Daniels is probably the highest American, highest... Um, <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. Oh. Uh, the highest um, selling whiskey or American whiskey in the world or something like that. So uh, it is it is something special to say that. Yeah. Uh, they have their core range. Uh, that is original, La Santa, Quinta Rubana, and Nectar D'Or. Uh, the next step up is their prestige range uh, or their prestige range um 18 19 they have a 25 year they have signet pride 1981 pride 1978 pride 1974 and the grand vintage malt 1990 uh they have a few other ranges besides the core and the prestige uh but you know like legends collections or their cask masters selection but there's a lot of whiskeys to mention and I'll just leave it at that uh Let's talk about the bottle we're drinking today, though. Uh, We're drinking off of the Prestige Collection, or the Prestige Range. Uh, We're drinking Glenmorangie Signet, as I've mentioned. It is a single malt. So this is a quote uh, from, you know, uh, this is what considers a single malt. A whiskey must be distilled at a single distillery using a pot still distillation process and made from a mash of malted barley. As with any scotch whiskey, though, and that's like the scotch. uh, So, yeah, a single malt scotch must be distilled in Scotland as well. And it must be matured in oak casks in Scotland for at least three years to be a single malt scotch. And though technically this is a blend of different ages, it is not technically a blended whiskey, Uh, Which would mean it was using the juice of multiple distilleries, uh, at least by the scotch whiskey rules. So even though we're blending things and and different ages, that doesn't mean it's a blended scotch. And that would kind of be the alternative to a single malt is a blended scotch for the most part. Uh, It is a whiskey apparently inspired by espresso slash coffee slash mocha, which I didn't know until today. Uh, the the distiller was like drinking coffee one day and he's like, what if I made a whiskey that was like coffee or like, like mocha? Uh, no age statement, but it is said to have, get this, Robbie, it's said to have some whiskey within it up to 35 to 40 years old. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know how much or the distribution of that amount of whiskey or that type of whiskey. Uh, 92 proof and non-chill filtered. Hey,
0: hey, that's not that's the, name, not of the, the name of the podcast.
1: So um, in 2016, this actually won the whiskey of the year in the 2016 International Whiskey Competition. Really hefty bottle. I've actually my friend bought this bottle and we shared it uh, for a little bit. It's really heavy. The cork is almost solid metal outside of the, the actual like cork bottom. Uh, makes you feel like it's pretty fancy. A uh, total wine price for Glenn Moragy Signet is $220. That's what I got for the history. I also got sample bottle that I am going to open and pour. Okay. So, I'm excited. Yeah. Thanks again, Sean. Ooh, good nose. Oh, I mean, oops. I, went I hope it doesn't taste like coffee. I mean, I can drink that. But some part of me is like, I don't want this to <clears throat> taste like coffee. I want it to taste like a really mm. good Highland malt, single malt.
0: Very subtle. I got to give this a nice swirl. Subtle, I get, man. I'm getting a lot there. Are you? I'm, I'm getting a really good, but it's not like overpowering. It's just mm-hmm. ni- it's nothing that's like hitting you hard. It's just nice.
1: Yeah. No, yeah. I'm getting a sweetness, a little bit of vanilla, a little bit of wintergreen. Mm-hmm. um it is it is definitely it's not too uh, sharp in any notes mm-hmm. but it is there like it's definitely there right in front of you there's there's something there um and I think vanilla a little bit of caramel which is great I love a single malt scotch that's caramely and yeah really really strong there's a good amount of sherry there too Uh there's a lot lot here yeah
0: yeah I think mostly I'm getting like a caramel sweetness it's definitely very, really sweet on the nose like there's mm-hmm. a lot of sweetness on the nose Um getting a little bit of that wintergreen uh, but good sherry it's not super prominent but it's nice wow it's been a while since I smelled a sherry but sherry's butt but mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Robbie you got to drink this. This okay. is incredible. It is mm. one of the richest single malt scotches I've ever drank. It is full bodied and the first moment you even it even touches your tongue, it is Ooh. pure sweet. And then it like the sherry and the 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 even I could imagine there's maybe even a port finish in here as well. And I believe there is some ex-bourbon cask Uh there's a lot going on here in in the finishes.
0: There is so much going on. Yeah. Seriously. Mm -hmm. It just it oh my goodness. Yeah. This is when we talk about, you know, it's been a while since we had one like this where it's like, I don't want to do this on the podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to force okay, time-wise, where we at kind of a thing. Yeah. I want to sit with this one for a while. Oh yeah. This one
1: this one's a treasure.
0: I had to go. The first thing I got that was just a hubbub of what was the mouthfeel. I have not mm-hmm. had a mouthfeel like this in a long time or mm-hmm. ever. Um, just, I mean, right off the bat, like it's not like I had alcohol in my mouth. It was like a, I don't know. I had like almost like kind of going back to like the winter thing. It's not to say that the note was causing it, but it was nice and cool on my palate, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like spread across. Yeah, um, and really rich. Went to like a more viscous. Feel after that. So I'm going to go for another sip and try to get some of this.
1: So I just went for a second sip and it is so pleasant. And what I mean by that is there's nothing about any part of the experience where you're like, this is subpar Um, or even bitter or anything like that, where it's just, it it turns into something else. It just gets richer and sugarier and Mm -hmm. the sherry shows up almost like a, like a nice cabernet, uh, but, like, not bitter in any way. Like, mm-hmm. there's just a sweet red wine in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to add water because this is almost. I don't, perfect. <laughs> I don't yeah. want
0: to move on at all either. Mm-hmm. Um, and for my ice pour, I put too much too much into my cup on accident because I started with the wrong glass. Because uh. um, you, know, you usually pour a little bit more into your Glen Karen because you're going to do neat and water. But I don't want to at mm-hmm. all. I'm getting. Like a nice, I'm getting that mintiness. There was a mintiness there for sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe wintergreen. Yeah. Minty for sure. Um, with subtle sherry on the palate for me and like a plum. Like I get kind of like Ooh, a plum, plum is a good note. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna... this, this reminds me of Buna, but better. Uh, mm-hmm. Just much more balanced on the sherry finish like abuna from avalor is is really rich brown sugary dense this is like all that but just really pushed around like 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 it's well rounded all together like not too much sherry not too much brown sugar this is like a really well balanced whiskey i yeah. got some habit of what going on here
0: definitely it's been a while since uh, and here's the impressive thing you, you have a bottle at this price, you know, you're you should be impressed. Like, you may mm-hmm. not be impressed, but you have the expectation that this better be impressive. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, it may be because I didn't bankroll it, I still am like super helping to what on this. Like, it is mm-hmm. so impressive, so surprising good, surprisingly good in every mm-hmm. aspect, neat wise. Yeah. Um, water wise, I'm getting a little bit like that. Uh, like a that mocha kind of a smell on it a little bit on um, the nose it's got a yeah, little bit more i can see some um,
1: chocolateiness.
0: if not that like something it's warm toasty mm. kind of a thing um a little bit of chocolate maybe like a toasted marshmallow i don't know like it's mm. definitely something in that range
1: what blows my mind is this is 92 proof mm. it feels like like something like abuna where you're getting like a 115 or something like that i forget but but it It's so much richer and so much uh, more viscous. This is viscous and everything at being Mm -hmm. only 92 proof, even with a little water in it. I'm with you. like It's still got these great notes, uh, even with a little few drops of water. I don't know. It's not better than the neat pour, in my opinion. No. Uh, But there's nothing to be... I, I, this would almost still be a hubba of what for me with a little bit of water. Yeah,
0: absolutely. No, I think with water on the palate, like the the mintiness stands out more. Mm-hmm. Like it's got a little bit more minty to it. Um, gosh, I don't even know how to describe. Like, I'm I'm having trouble with my nose and like and the palate describing it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not earthy, but you know how things just can be in an earthy range. Yeah, Yeah. I'm getting like that, that kind of range between like coffee and chocolate, um, Mm -hmm. but not really able to land on anything, but it's got a nice sweetness. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. This is amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thanks again, Sean. Oh, for sure. Thank you so much. This is a treat.
1: Really nice finish too. Uh, It just keeps, keeps going. Raisins, really good raisins. Yeah, And, um, I
0: actually poured I poured some back in my thing I had went somewhere down the side and I had to lick I had to lick the glasses cuz you got to I don't want to waste this yeah yeah raisins is good I can see raisins for sure it's
1: got that that sweetness to it mm-hmm.
0: all right I feel like I'm going to commit a crime here
1: I know here goes the drop yeah. bus driver drop that cube
0: I'm looking for my tiniest cube possible
1: I know <laughs> and I poured a lot actually into my ice pour glass yeah, I had
0: to pour out. Hence my glass licking. I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. a glass licker.
1: Yeah. It's glass liquor. <laughs> That's like a scruffy nerf herder.
0: That's the thing, is like when I went to pour it, it went down the side, not enough went to the glass hole, is the problem. Added, <laughs> so. It'd be a glass yeah, liquor.
1: There was a guy at Madison Story Slam. I don't know, it was it was spelled I believe it was spelled G L A S S L E, but it did sound like Glass hole, <laughs> <laughs> but he was a great guy, great storyteller too. Um, uh, really good nose, maybe not as good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely it's, it's sweeter, like in a in a brighter way. It's it's not as brown sugary sweet. Mm-hmm. It's um more like candy sweet in some ways. So
0: mine is less impressive on the nose with the ice for sure, but I, I have less in my glass too. So there's mm-hmm. that going for
1: it. Hmm. So it's definitely not as good with ice, but it's still good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's just watered down is really what it is. It's, I got a little bit of notes of like cigar tobacco.
0: Oh, okay. Um,
1: just a middle, in the middle of there. Um, not my favorite note that Glenn Morangy Signet has provided for me, uh, but it's not a bad note, not at all. Um, but mm-hmm. I much prefer that like nice Dense, brown, sugary, um, you know, wintergreen, and uh, that kind of the dark red wine with sweetness. Um, there's a lot to say about this whiskey. Oh I, I feel like the notes we've pulled out of this whiskey are more than your typical whiskey. There's a lot going on here. Very, <laughs> I, I don't know if I would call it complex in that it changes notes. It kind of has one strong note of all of the above. Um, in my opinion.
0: I can see that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it doesn't morph and, and mm-hmm. change as it goes around the palate, but it's just it is complex. It's a flavor yeah. bomb. Like, there's mm-hmm. just a lot yeah. going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah, It's uh, amazing. Yeah, I will say this. Uh, the water, it, I mean, ice, it made it cooler, which was interesting. <clears throat> but the interesting thing about that, though, I thought even like with both the previous pours, it was it had a coolness to it. Like I mentioned, it was it, was, it like it's that wintergreen, man. <laughs> yeah, and the, it, well, and it's also like, um, like this is the definition of smooth to me. Like this smooth, no, like it just goes in your
1: mouthhole so nicely, mm-hmm. and just it's, and I in mean. your glass hole. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, hit us up on uh, Patreon dot com. If we get to a thousand dollars a month on oh, Patreon, yeah. there will be talk of um, butt chugs uh, for McAllen. <laughs> mccallum yeah. 18 so yeah.
0: McAllen but chug
1: if you want and to I support really, us yeah do it
0: I, you know and so now that i'm thinking about it i'm kind of worried that you're going to do that cool and be like oh my gosh this is how you have to experience <laughs> <whiskey."> <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> and then, been like missing out for years then, like man. pre-recorded like do you have your uh, ice do you have your water do you have yeah, your yeah, butt I-
1: funnel like yeah <laughs> 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 I can already tell that one's going on the uh, the oh, preview man. episode or the preview uh, music was, uh, of
0: the beginning. Cold
1: open, yeah. oh man! Cold open, good way to put
0: it. Yeah. Anyway, are you ready to are you ready to rate this?
1: Oh, I'm so glad. Before I do, I'm so glad I left the smallest amount in my glass. I mean, in my sample bottle, so I can drink it neat. Because, like yeah. I said, they're all good. Every pour was good, but meat <clears throat> was the best. Oh my God. I'm glad I get to re experience that. Uh, yeah, I, I, this is one of the best single malt scotches I've ever had. hmm. Oh uh, man, what am I going to give this? Um, yeah, I'll just go for it. Uh, do you have something in mind? Before I do I, have something in mind. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go with a 9.5 here, which is, oh,
0: we're on the same page. Exactly nice. where I was at. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was yeah. I was like, if I had a piece of paper, I'd hold it up and be like, oh, and I would have been so surprised. And you'd have been yeah. so surprised. We would have been like, whoa, what a Bush's big beans <laughs> moment.
1: <laughs> I love how that's going to take off now. So at least I'm imagining it will. Yeah, you
0: know that's something that you we definitely probably would force,
1: but yeah, very organic. there. cool, super organic. (laughs) It's just like it's going to be extremely organic when I pull out the that was the song of my people moment. Yeah, well, I don't know about that. As peeled listeners. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. but yeah, nine point five. This is and that's a big score. Mm-hmm. That's up there with like Eagle Rare 17 to be honest. Um for and people know what I think of Eagle Rare 17. It's just a fantastic bottle. Uh this is if you're looking for a dense, sugary, well-balanced, well-rounded, bold single malt scotch, this is it. And for 220, I'm actually I would actually consider buying this. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, that is a reasonable price to get this bottle at, uh for how oh, good it
0: is. Man, if you, I mean if you, especially if like you have a lot of whiskey lovers in your life, a lot of yeah. scotch lovers. Like, I mean, this is oh, this, this and this will one, blow them away. This one, I mean, like this can kind of transcend to like some people are like I, I don't drink scotch, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, not my thing. But this can kinda of, I think this could this definitely change someone's transcend mind boundaries for sure. Um yeah. Delicious we've been lucky, man. So yeah, this is one of my favorite all time now if i see if i go out and i see this on the shelf I, mm-hmm. I would grab it at 220 i would it'd be worth my wife being upset Yeah. um you know if you're at a restaurant and you see this definitely got to, you have to try this one. Oh yeah uh, we've been lucky with scotches like the lefroy lore yeah was that was a great phenomenal forum. yeah um this is phenomenal like yeah I mean, we're, we're on a, roll I have a here. good
1: feeling about that uh king alexander the third or whatever um that Sean Cro sent us as well. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that'll knock our socks off. But we got to spread out the single malt scotches, we do. Uh, so we it might do. be a few weeks slash maybe a month or two before we do drink
0: that. So you know what this bottle would be
1: awesome for? Uh, beating someone to death because it is huge. <laughs> and, yeah, and metallic. you are in study yeah. mode. Yeah, about- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, what no, would it be?
0: This would be like an awesome Christmas morning special mm. day kids are opening presents you you just gotta eat that oh my gosh just like sugar plums dancing in your mouth yeah this would be it yeah that's
1: a great point yeah Yeah. i would drink this christmas morning
0: oh yeah i would drink this every morning
1: yeah yeah. we should do one day um a what whiskey would you choose of like if you were an alcoholic (laughs) what would be your go-to bottle
0: (laughs) no that's not a good one uh, it'd be the hand we talked about this before it's the hand sanitizer just, I just That's hand sanitizer anyway i Split feel like right we've in. gone off the rails enough it's time to go to our segment whiskey world news And we're back it's part of the show where we read an article and we talk about it we didn't write it we just read read it and cool it's a good day my man
1: why? Do we have Nino Kilgore, Kilgore. Marchetti? <laughs> yeah, yes, bring we it do. on. Uh
0: so this one's written by our favorite author. He is our favorite. Nino Kilgore Marchetti. It's titled Yamazaki 55 Year Old Whiskey Makes Its Global Holy Debut. Crap. Yeah. The last several weeks have seemingly been big news headlines for the suit release of Super Old Whiskey. We've seen this so far with the announcements of 71 year old McAllen and 80 year old Glenn now, from Japan comes word of the global debut of a Yamazaki 55-year-old. The Yamazaki 55-year first surfaced in Japan back in January 2020, and later on that year, a single bottle of it sold for around 795000 at auction. What's coming to the market now takes this, Jap- old, uh, takes this old Japanese whiskey out of its motherland and puts it in the world stage with just 100 bottles hitting in regions including United States, United Kingdom, mainland China, and Taiwan later this month. Those for those unfamiliar with the expression that was bottled in 2020, it is said that the by the brand that Yamazaki 55 is a blend of precious single malts featuring components distilled in 1960 under the supervision wow. of Suntory's founder no way. O, and then aged That's in cool. Mizunara casks. And in wow. 1964, under Suntory's second master blender Keizo Kezo Saji, and then aged in white oak casks. Suntory's fifth generation chief blender Shinji Fukuyo. Uh, works closely with third generation master blender Shinjo Tori in deploying their signature art of blending to properly reveal the exceptional depth complexity and wisdom that is Yamazaki 55 wow throughout the process of blending Yamazaki 55 I was as an inspiration in the passive time and wabi-sabi w a b i s a b i wabi-sabi wabi-sabi, wabi-sabi? That's,
1: that's, that's like wabi or what's that tequila that's like Kabo-wabo. Uh, Kabo-wabo,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Japanese belief that imperfections can help to ultimately contribute to perfection, wow. said Fukuyo in a prepared statement. While I often view other extra age whiskey as art, I consider Yamazaki 55 to be more like a Buddhist statue, calm and mysterious, requiring time to truly enjoy the inner beauty. That's legit. Dude, Nino, that was so poetically written as well. I appreciate He's a that. good writer.
1: He's the bestest. He's the kilgore Um... What was the price uh, for... Uh, they didn't... Oh, it's say, like going it... to go up for auction or something? I don't even know. It's... Uh, 60000 per bottle. So it'll be wow. at,
0: at
1: 46%. Makes sense. Uh, I mean, we've both had Yamazaki 18, and I could not imagine something so high in range. I mean, I've I've personally never had like something that had an age statement above 30, or is it mm-hmm. 31? I forget, but um that would be insane i think it would be good especially that like most of it was from mizunara cast. it sounds like mm-hmm. oh man so
0: yeah that's the thing is i would assume it'd be great because mm-hmm. yamazaki doesn't mess around
1: like yeah not a bad product in my opinion yeah so but man yeah 60, yeah and it's i am not even mad about that price no oh, that's for, I mean, they only have so few bottles. So mm-hmm. it makes sense that a 55 year old Japanese whiskey would run for yep. $60,000.
0: It makes sense.
1: I wish I could get a sample of that. Listeners, if you happen to <laughs> get a bottle of Yamazaki 55, consider sharing a sample pour with me and Robbie because uh, we will happily give you a shout out. <laughs> we'll give you the grandest of shout outs. Yeah, seriously. We will like the, bow down no. from the
0: veil. Yeah, I'm chill filtered. Mm-hmm. All right, time to switch gears again. We're going to go ahead and go into uh, what whiskey would you choose? Last week, we uh, what whiskey would you choose was what whiskey taught you about dried fruit notes. Cole mm-hmm. went with Macallan 12, and I went with Balvaney 12. Duking it out, middle school yeah. or style, couple mm-hmm. of 12 year olds, and I won 57 percent to 43. So pretty close. You did well, yeah, yeah. And Cole, we have a chill filtered first one right in. Was there one? I saw
1: none. No, there was one. It was, uh, was it Marco and KC. Oh, no, perfect. no, there was one. Yeah, he said, what did it? he say? Hold on. No, hey, let me go I'm back. I'm positive back. there was one.
0: Was it on a message then? No, no, it was. Um, it's, I'm not seeing it, it on was, the. Uh, yeah, interesting. Not on the story. Hold on. Here, let me go check
1: the message. Maybe if you uh, if you did what's next for, um, like, name what's name? our new, what whiskey to choose, I'll find it.
0: Okay, let's do a little investigative and work I'll
1: here. interrupt you.
0: You interrupt me. Um, so I'll go ahead and start in with this week's what whiskey would you choose? Um, so when you go out on a breakfast on a Saturday with a bunch of friends, mostly it's like, let's get some mimosas, let's get some uh, what are they called? Uh, Bloody Mary's. And I was trying to think like this morning, like we're getting ready to record, I'm like, I should do a little whiskey breakfast. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't think of anything I would do other than just drinking some whiskey neat. Mm -hmm. So it's going to go a little outside the pervy. pervy, Bring it outside. Yeah. If you're going to make a breakfast cocktail with whiskey, what's your whiskey breakfast cocktail? Because I am genuinely stumped by this. Um, I know my answer, and it's going to be kind of boring, but... I'm really interested in what people use for breakfast whiskey cocktails. So
1: now are we talking about bottles or just the cocktail itself? I'm
0: talking about the cocktail itself. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now, so I have what...
1: something in mind that I've definitely done before. Okay. Um, and it's very simple as well. We very well might be overlapping each other. Uh, but by the way, I did look up uh open six or open 14 Marco and Casey said, which is actually a really good pour. Um, mm.
0: So nice. Where was uh, but... it at? Where'd you find it at?
1: Uh I had to like really search. for I had to like click certain buttons that weren't normal. <laughs> that normally it's just like you just click the bottom left, and it's like hey, who said something.
0: Cool. I had to click buttons. She's yeah, my clicking. my fingers are yeah, like two, two clicking, pointer fingers clicking. Yeah, down. Two, yeah. How exactly. did you hold your phone when you were doing
1: that? I kept it in my mouth and did it. Like <laughs> my yeah, um, you know where where phones belong in the yeah. mouth. <laughs> um. Yeah, but uh, I've done this before and it's actually really good. Uh, if you want a mimosa that is a little extra strong, uh, yeah, just skip out on the champagne and just do bourbon, and it's really good.
0: Okay, yeah. see, that's what I was thinking. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, so I know Fawn Weaver from uh, Uncle Nearest. Like mm-hmm. she'll post a, like her and her, like she'll do. A send, she'll do the same thing, but then she'll add to her mimosa, but she'll do champagne some Uncle Nearest, and then like a Grand... What's the Marnier? Oh, Grand Marnier. Yeah, so add some of that in there too. They look very fancy. Yeah. Um, but as you were talking, you're like, we're going to have some overlap. I was like, crap, I think of some. But and it is more of like a probably a fall time, but I think just some apple cider, right? Ooh, and some, and some oh,
1: bourbon. yeah. Right? Mm. I mean, can't be bad. Yeah. So it's funny. When I worked at that bar, we would do... In the winter, we would do an apple cider... Uh, drink that we would serve in like a mug mm-hmm. and we try apparently it had been tried to, for doing bourbon for a while like they were just like no just throw in some bourbon but they found that vanilla vodka worked twice as good huh. um, but i'm still with it if, like, like what if i you wonder did, if like,
0: like vanilla crown royal would be even better
1: yeah very well might be or you could do like a vanilla bourbon or something like that where you like infuse the bourbon with vanilla for a while or something like mm-hmm. that yeah, Yeah. Hmm. but if if I may change my mimosa thing, maybe add a little bit of seltzer water so it's got some fizzies to it Ooh. as well. Yeah. <laughs> fancy, fancy, fancy yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no,
0: I am genuinely interested because, like college football season, sometimes I'll have a drink in the morning just because yeah. it's like the game's on early kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So I don't know. I'm interested to see what other people do because I guarantee you somebody's got a go-to that's yeah way more special than just kind of highballing it just throwing it into into one thing. So
1: yeah. Yeah, Let's I do want to hear what people think. But yeah. uh Robbie, are we aiming for one of our shortest episodes in a long time? I we I wasn't planning on it, but it yeah. looks like we're getting there. I feel like I we think, like skipped a segment or something. It feels what
0: well, I it well, we did have fewer write ins. And then yeah, also like I,
1: I think our minds were just blown by this whiskey, and yeah, we just made it very simple.
0: It was just like, dude, this is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Let's like,
1: move on. Here we go. Whiskey World News. Kilgore. Yeah. Kilgore. <laughs> and then we're like but, uh, mimosas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kilgore
0: mimosas.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fizzy um, mimosas.
0: <laughs> so, Cole, what are we drinking next week?
1: Uh, so we're between two bourbons. Uh, one that I actually I or no no this was one that um, I mixed it up with the rye I was thinking of uh, this is one that Robbie found in the wild recently mm-hmm. he got some uh, 2021 Elijah Craig 18 which is a single barrel baby mm-hmm. uh, and then secondly we have a John Hughes joint uh, which is uh, the Bell Mead Honey Bourbon from 2021 release and that is a 106 proof uh, so yeah, keep your keep your eyes peeled on Tuesday ish uh, for the two pick Tuesday uh, between uh, Elijah Craig 18 single barrel and Bell Mead Honey Bourbon, 106 proof 2021. So. Uh, yeah, they should be. I feel like this will be an interesting one. Um,
0: Yeah, I'm excited. Either way, I'm excited. Yeah,
1: they're both they're both some some. And I've been a good friend. I have not got.
0: I have not sampled. Ooh, the Elijah Craig 18. Because I'm trying to be better man like Cole.
1: So So. I yesterday we both got. You already drink it. You drink your sample, Cole no no no, oh, no okay not, not, not. <laughs> you're gonna need to courier me another one now um yesterday i went to total wine and found a paul john peated on the shelf for 55 um percent alcohol and paul john is an indian single malt whiskey i'm intrigued uh, and yes. Paul John has won a lot of awards recently and gotten a lot of notoriety. So when I saw it on the shelf, it was like about a hundred bucks. I was like, "Yeah, let's just do it." And yeah. and we haven't ever done a Indian single malt yet. And there are mm-hmm. a good few at this point. Uh, India is uh, really cranking out some good stuff. Uh, a good example is um, Amrut. Uh, their fusion release or any of their releases are some good. Good pours so they're doing great stuff out in India, and I'm looking forward to um doing an episode on that soon. So, nice, yeah, be yeah good. keep an eye out. Um, hey. yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, so I do want to say, uh, shout out to John Hughes again. Yeah. Uh, he posted a story that ADH Whiskey Matt Porter followed him on Instagram, was like, yeah, and I was like, nice. that's nice. And he uh, he was replies, like, well, he's following me, but I he's not a listener like some people have him as, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like, you know what. If you, you know, if you got time after this episode, it's a little bit shorter episode. You got time to download some embellished pods. Mm -hmm. They're pretty short stuff and it is good stuff. Like, it is probably Mm -hmm. one of my favorite whiskey podcasts. So, other than
1: chill filtered, that's the name of the podcast.
0: Hey. So, anyway, Mm -hmm. shout out John Hughes. Congratulations on that. He does awesome stuff. Check him out.
1: Yeah, he really does. And if you want some like super informative and super like conversational in a, very uh i guess that's a weird way to put it because it's just a one man show but he has a very um informative and very easy to like get sucked into like he's he's very <laughs> uh easy to listen to i guess is it the is best way to put it easy yeah. listening yeah and they're shorter. I want to say they're like less than twenty minutes, less than fifteen, maybe.
0: Yeah, like some of them are probably around ten too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And he does a great job, so check him yeah. out, John Hughes Embellish Podcast. I don't think we mentioned the name yet, so yeah, that's right. It's just mm-hmm. Embellish. So
0: anyway, man, I guess yeah. I don't know anything else. We're yeah. like the funny thing is, is we're like wide awake. Yeah. You would think yeah, our, I'm not like our
1: Nighttime recordings would be the, the shorter ones. we so just go to bed. and tired, mm-hmm. but
0: I don't know. I could not know
1: yeah the day is the day is young. We have so much ahead of us. So many plans for activities oh, so many activities <laughs> um, but uh, you know, for those who are listening out of order, we're really excited for our drink along tomorrow. We do <clears throat> have kind of a cool layout that we're gonna do and um for those who have already heard it thanks for joining so
0: oh um, we had so much fun they oh the comments the camaraderie the mm -hmm. betrayal the betrayal (laughs) we've got to go to counseling camaraderie and betrayal oh man
1: yeah and then um yeah i hope i hope everyone had a good time not only listening to this episode but listening to the drink along
0: Uh, cool. I hope that you don't
1: find a bottle of this and beat a man down during test season. That's true. Yeah, this would be a great bottle to beat a man down with. But (laughs) most of all, listeners, I hope that our love of spirits lifted yours. All right,
0: let's see. If I had.